the reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele. And boy, have we got news for you. I'm not sure what it is yet. No, I'm kidding. Um, we've got some, got some really weird news out of Warner Brothers that oddly has nothing to do with the DC Universe. <clears throat> Warner Brothers has signed a Swedish filmmaker named, and I'm not making this one up, Ninja Thyberg. I like the name. I'm just kind of, really? You named a kid that? Okay. Anyway, uh, Ninja Thyberg to both write and direct a remake, because it needs it apparently, huh, of the 1987 fantasy comedy The Witches of Eastwick. Why? That, that, that's a movie that doesn't need to be remade. It's that's, good enough as it is. Kind of tends to be what they do remake, though, isn't it? The movies that don't need to be remade. I mean, they, for Christ's sake, they remade Casablanca. Remake Battleship. Give it a script this time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> there are plenty of movies that, that could be remade, as we've talked about. That's, that's not one of them. I, wow. I, I do not get it. Um, something else is being made, and we've got casting news. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Bit of casting, and I think this is kind of weird. Uh, for those of you who know the video game, you're probably familiar with the character of Knuckles, who is kind of oh. like Sonic, only red. And he's been cast for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. He's going to be voiced by Idris Elba. Which to <laughs> me just sounds a bit weird, but hey... It's Idris Elba. I'll take it. Yep. When I picture Knuckles, though, I do not picture that voice. I do not hear that voice. But that would be interesting. If that's what you want to do, go right ahead. Uh, You know, we all could use some more Idris Elba. Sure. I just hadn't pictured that. Um, And I guess the, the big news of the week, because it leaked... Um, Disney went to Disney and Sony, I suppose, went ahead and released the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, which to me looks a lot better than Far From Home. So far, um, it's looking pretty good. We've got a bit of a plot. Uh, the The plot from the trailer is Doctor Strange is rewrite, <coughs> rewriting time <clears throat> so that no one knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But Peter Parker doesn't shut up long enough for him to cast a spell properly. Therefore, we have a multiverse. Which definitely is something Peter Parker would do. And actually, I mean, that's probably a a meta stab at Tom Holland. Um, I'm not too too sure about why Doctor Strange would do that for Pete. So I'm picturing there's something else that's going to benefit the larger view than just, oh, yeah, I'm just going to completely reset time as a favor to you because I know this is a big problem for you. It's like, he's one dude, and Doctor Strange... I mean, after all, we do remember Endgame, right? It's like, well, there's one outcome. And yep. he wouldn't... And he, you know, so he doesn't seem to be the kind of guy who would just... So I'm, I'm picturing there's a bigger picture here. I hope so. And if there isn't, I there isn't. I suspect it's going to end up being it, it'll all be a dream. You know, not, not, not <laughs> that bad, but... I can see him doing something like that with it. Patrick Dempsey is the fourth Spider-Man. I'm looking forward to it. It looks very, very good. A lot of the, I mean, we've seen, uh, there's a tease of the Goblin. There's a tease of Electro. We've seen Doc Ock, which really, really makes me happy because of all the Spider-Villains, he's my favorite Spider-Villain in the the films and probably my favorite Spider-Villain, period. But it looks, I, I agree, it looks really, really good. And I liked 
the the second film, but I, this looks excellent, and I really like the fact that they are pulling from one of the more horrific storylines of Spider-Man, but they're reworking it, so it will be hopefully much much better. And that's I think by default it'll have to be. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So, but I like that they they've reworked it like that. I think it'll be very very cool. Uh, well. Duh, I'm pretty sure everyone on the planet thinks it would be very, very cool. But I like the way they've reworked it and bringing in Doctor Strange because kind of a major character compared to Mephisto, who ain't a character at this point. And it just makes a lot more sense the way they're handling this, so I like this. Very, very cool. I'm game. Go for it. And, 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 you know, because Doctor Strange and Wong are there, Spider-Man's got backup this time. Indeed. So and- that kind of leads into my my first review <clears throat> of a guy who's got your back. As a matter of fact, that's even the name of the show he's on. It's Joe Lysett's Got Your Back. It's a horrible segue, but it's what I'm going to go with. It works for me. <clears throat> if you don't know, because I know a lot of people are listening to us in the States, Joe Lysett is a mostly British comedian. Well, actually, he is British. You just mostly know him from over there. <laughs> I was going to say he's mostly British. <laughs> He's, no, that's something I would say. What the hell? <laughs> he's partially from Neptune. Um, <clears throat> no, Joe Lysett is a hilarious comedian who, in in on his DVDs, because those still think those things still exist. Um, <clears throat> he's done some things where people have told him, "Hey, that you know this this is an online scam. Do your worst to them," and he shreds them online, and it's hilarious. And it's fun. So they turned it into a show and made it a consumer help show, which is kind of interesting. Just as an example, the first episode of this talks about a woman uh, who I think she was a nurse who got a phone call from what looked like her bank saying you need to transfer money to these other accounts because something has happened to her account. So she did. And oops, nope, it's a scam. Mm, and she went to the bank and said, look, I've been scammed. What can you do? And they kind of gave her back, uh, I think, the money out of one account, but not the other. And the other one was where a majority of her money went. And they told her that whoever did this was obviously a master of of making up, uh, making up identities and mm. – and scamming people because it's very hard to scam people. Well, Joe Lysett got a hold of this. <clears throat> and over, I guess it was a couple of months, took the identity of the bank president, created a Facebook page, a Twitter page, a Instagram page, basically recreated this president to the point that other banks would start following him, financial journals would follow him, thinking that Joe Lysett's account of this guy is the real account. He then set up an, an interview for uh, Joe Lysett on his account, went to the fake bank manager account and said, I need to have an, an appointment with you, to which it, of course, responded, yeah, Joe, come on in any time. So he took a bunch of people to the bank. <laughs> And basically, they sang a song about the uh, girl who had all her money lost from a scam and how easy it was to fake an identity. And guess what? The bank got back to them and she got her money back. How amazing. That's very cool. This is actually a 
That, that, that's just a, a sample from the first episode. Yeah, okay, spoilers. There's more than one episode. And where do you watch this? You can find it on YouTube, actually. I'm sure you're not supposed to be able to find it on YouTube, but it's there anyway. And he, there are some other things that go along with the show. It's not all about, you know, one person per episode. It's a very funny show. I highly recommend it. I'm also going to recommend his two DVDs. Remembering his name is Joe Lysett because they go together. His first DVD, that's the way, aha, aha, Joe Lysett. And um, <laughs> I'm about to lose control, God. and I think Joe Lysett. Okay. They are mm-hmm. magnificently titled and both funny as hell. Uh, not exactly for children. Um, I catch your drift. But not in a, uh, not in a horrible way. You know, your, your teenagers will also laugh and they'll go, ooh, those are words I'm not allowed to use. But he doesn't do it in like a, 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 a hateful way. It's actually very funny. I'm recommending all for Joe Lysett's entire back catalog. So knock Which yourself out. You can find, the, find a lot of it on Amazon even. There you go. I picture that would be quite extensive. Extensive, not expensive. Extensive. Right. He's a... Uh, he, he's got a, a very full catalog as opposed to being an empty man. Being an That's empty a segue. Man indeed. That's a brilliant segue. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here for at least another 10 minutes. Yes. So I hope it's more like 15 because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So Empty Man, a film which came out, I guess, in 2020. Everything is kind of like just all, it's just a gigantic blur. Came out sometime in the past in the past century yeah 2020 so this is a suspense thriller about which starts out a group of young millennials because they're not old millennials what the hell is wrong with me why would i say young millennials okay so they're they're off on a little expedition and they're mountain climbing but like the easy kind of way where like normal people can do and they find this bizarre cave and they go down and there's this gigantic weird skeletal thing sitting on a throne and bad things happen and one person goes kind of catatonic and bad things happen from there. Well, then it moves back into the city and bad things continue to ha- happen. So this is some weird kind of a combination of a supernatural entity and a cult thriller. Not occult, but a cult thriller. It has really, really good reviews. I just thought it was okay. I thought it was worth watching. Uh, obviously, I'm, you can tell already. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about it because I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't one of my favorite horror films. But it's one that I just watched, so that's why I'm talking about it now. Uh, worth watching. Uh, oh, and now I remember the one that I did watch. I couldn't remember the title of it. Isn't that lovely? So I watched one that I liked even better. That was on Netflix. And so by the end of the show, I'm pre-pro trying to figure out what you're going to review. Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not empty. Empty Man is it was a good film. Again, not like my favorite, but it was a good film. It's worth watching. And perhaps maybe I was just tired. Maybe that was the issue. Maybe I needed to have a beer while I watched it. I don't know. It, it's worth watching. Wasn't fantastic. But one thing I did like, one of the things I really liked about it, it's not one of these goofy ass jump scare movies. I mean, they actually work to build the suspense. What they do works. There are characterizations. As opposed to, oh, look at the cardboard person running away from the slasher, which is what most passes for horror 
mostly these days, which gets me irritated because it's stupid and not scary at all. So it wasn't my favorite, but it was worth watching. If you like suspense films, I think Empty Man is definitely worth a shot. That's on Amazon Prime, by the way. So worth worth a look at that. And on just to make it a double feature, although you're going to have to go to Netflix to do it. On Netflix, there is a scary movie. There's actually a lot of horror movies on Netflix going right now. But <clears throat> this film is called The Old Ways. And this is a, about an exorcism. Where a couple of critics actually said it's the scariest exorcist exorcism film since The Exorcist, which don't quite agree but pretty damn close. It's very, very good. And this is a woman who goes down into, I can't remember now if it was Mexico or where, but, but and it's just because I don't remember, but she goes down to an area with a Spanish culture and she's just doing some research. And for some reason they decide that maybe she's possessed. So they work on curing her and she doesn't think she's possessed and she's not happy that they're doing things to cure her, like reaching their hand into her body to, psychically remove the demon and this thing has excellent excellent practical effects which as we talk about frequently it's like if you can pull it off practical effects are always much much better than even the best cgi and they did a really good job with this this is very creepy very scary uh, has several twists to it that i didn't expect which was nice it's oh i'm sorry it has now dropped to a 95 percent score on rotten tomatoes um, had a hundred live up to the minute re- re- reviews. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but again, called the old ways, and it is. Uh, I really, really like this film. And again, Empty Man is, is worth watching. But I really like this because characters that you think are the enemy possibly aren't the enemy, and characters that you think are actually friends might not be friends. So a lot of twists in this is very enjoyable if you like creepy ass movies because this is a creepy ass movie this is not the exorcist which is to me the best one of the two or three best horror movies ever i still can't watch that thing before i go to bed because you know i would like cry myself to sleep and have nightmares but really did enjoy the old ways and this is like netflix so there's two good horror films available to stream so you can stay safe and and watch something in the leisure of your home but we have more that you can watch too Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the last movie that I watched before we get to uh, before we get to what if, because we're going to. Yeah, I'm not sure the other movie I watched would be considered horror. I suppose it could be because it's just weird enough. Hmm. Um, There were a number of places this week that popped up with the title of this movie. And I said, you know what? I've never actually watched watched the Beatles movie Yellow Submarine. But apparently something is telling me to this week. So I did. Oh, my God. What? what, what I don't know what this was. Um, it stars the Beatles, or actually the Beatles music and people speaking as the Beatles in this really surreal animated movie. And the best way I can think to describe this is by comparing it to something that came out after this. Um. Because I realize that th- this this movie was made in the '60s when there was the big hippie vibe. Oh, dude, everything is so cool! Look at all the colors. Um, they're in this. My daughter uh, watched this with me, and she asked, 
how many drugs were they on when they made this movie? And I said, all of them. Um, so the thing I'm going to compare it to is Monty Python's Flying Circus. Because basically, this is a 90-minute Monty Python animated skit starring the Beatles, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Um, it's a, it takes, well, it's supposed to take place in a place called Pepperland. Well, it starts there anyway. Pepperland, which is described as being 80,000 leagues beneath the sea. Or in other terms, through the Earth and roughly 32,000 miles beyond the moon. <clears throat> yes. Because I can do math. Anyway, the uh, Pepperland has been taken over by the Blue Meanies, who teamed with Stevie Richards and ECW to form the Blue World Order, which was a parody of Hulk Hogan's NWO in W. Look, that storyline made a lot more sense to me than this one did. Uh, the Blue Mooney, Blue Moonies, Blue Meanies Blue take over Pepperland. A ship's captain, who seems a lot less than sober, is sent in the Yellow Submarine, which can fly. Huh? Uh, to find help. And he lands in England, like you do. And he does not get to the Royal Army or the Royal Navy or even James Bond from Her Majesty's, Majesty's Secret Service. He gets the Beatles. Because apparently the only way to defeat the meanies is with music. So that part kind of makes sense, I guess. I don't know how they know that music defeats the meanies, but that's okay. Um... And the rest of the time is spent getting back to Pepperland through a series of psychotropic hallucinations, is, is, is my guess, uh, where they meet a character. Now, this is actually my favorite part of the movie, where they meet a character named Jeremy Hillary Boob, Ph.D., and he hands the Beatles his card, like you do sometimes, you know, a business card. But each of them only has one thing written on it. And he hands one card to each Beatle and they read it off as Jeremy Hillary Boob Fudd. Pronouncing PhD. I don't know why. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, there are a lot of Beatles songs included. Apparently only four were created for this movie. Um, and this was the Beatles way of getting out of their movie contract because they didn't want to do anymore. Sure, why not? So if you want to watch Yellow Submarine, it is available on Amazon for $19.99 or Apple TV for $4.99 because price differences. Hmm. <laughs> and I am going to highly recommend watching this in a less than sober state if you're old enough to do so. If you're not old enough, don't do it. Agreed. I really it, like it's... the Yellow, Yellow Submarine. Very fun movie. And I'm thinking, actually, they only needed one drug instead of taking taking all of them but it was a lot of lsd is what they took so yeah and you can tell yeah very definitely a very very trippy movie there's a graphic designer graphic artist back in the day peter max and designed a lot of this and it's super psychedelic posterized stuff looks really cool tons of beatles songs people doing reasonable approximations of the beatles voices when they're in for the speaking roles it's a very fun movie i really like it 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 was weird. Oh, I, I knew it definitely was going to weird. be weird. I was not expecting it to be this level of weird. It is definitely um, weird. They're going from one animated thing to another. We're going to talk about the What If series again. And this one, this one's a bit, 
I don't know. The, the, the concept for this what if is what if the Avengers were killed before the invasion of New York? There's no spoilers involved with that. That's that's what the show's about. They tell you in the yeah, in that's the title. For it. Yeah, <laughs> so you kind of know what happens. So you, you, it does start off with, "Hey, look, there's Iron Man." Oh wait, he's dead. Oh, there's the Hulk. Oh look, he's dead. You know, and it goes through how they were killed and all this stuff. And to me, this is the first episode that did not have a glaring plot hole in it. That made me, you know, right at the beginning, that made me angry throughout the rest of the episode. Um, but at the same time, this whole episode was just kind of, eh, yeah, it's there. It, it did not do anything terribly to excite me, which I was kind of hoping, I'm kind of hoping for from Marvel. And I actually like this one, maybe the best of the episodes. I really like the, the one yeah. with, with, with with Peggy. But I like the fact, one, one reviewer talked about the the show and about this episode and he said he really he really liked it but he didn't like the, what they did and I'm not going to reveal cuz that would be a spoiler but he didn't like what they did with who the villain of the piece is because he said to him that ruined that character and it's like do you not realize it's called what if this is one story one plot line for one it's like dude they could do 18 different shows back to back to back to back to back about this one character it's like it doesn't ruin anything it's called what if well, Holy the shit. other thing, this, <laughs> this particular character um, yeah. did stuff like that in the books. Yes, this is an adaptation of a storyline, a really well-known storyline, and everybody who reads Marvel now knows what we're talking about. But this is an adaptation of that. And yes, they translated it quite a bit to adapt to what they wanted to do, because, and I like that they did that, because if they had gone with that particular storyline, that would have been more difficult to, to do, frankly. So oh, yeah. I like that they changed that. I like the way they changed it. I like that they said that they used that particular character. I thought it was really, really smart. And this one really fits the what if premise because it wasn't about one character. I mean, this changed a lot of things. Whereas the first two episodes we saw, they still were basically about they changed one character or two characters. And yes, it made a lot of changes. But this one was like massive changes which I thought was really, really smart. And I really liked the way they did it. I liked the way they used all the characters. And even though they tell you, what if the Avengers were killed? It's still pretty shocking to see what happens to them as they go along. And I thought it was a very smartly done mystery as they as they go along with it. And I liked the team-up that they gave us. I mean, I thought it was very, very... Uh, like It's my favorite so far, just, yeah. by, just by a whisker. But because this one was really... To me, push the envelope more than the first two. I mean, this is, this, this is the kind of thing that they need to do with, with these What If episodes and really put it out there. Because the others are like, okay, what if Peggy became Captain? What if Peggy got the powers instead of, instead of Steve Rogers? It's like, okay, but she's still basically Captain America or Captain Britain, although she's not. But, I mean, everything kind of follows through. I, I did hear back from the Army, and they said they're not allowed to tell me how many Captain Carters there are as a specific number other than to tell me there have been a lot of them. I'm sure there've been a lot of Captain Carter's like probably, I would guess they're probably something in the realm of, I don't know, 1200 of them right now. Uh, pretty common name. And there's a lot of captains, but, and the, the one where star Lord is now T'Challa that had a more far reaching, but still, it was still basically one character. And it made sense that, Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, that Star-Lord is a much more respected character. 
It's like, well, you would kind of hope he would be, considering who's Star Lord now. Right. But this this was this right really really big changes, and I really liked the way to me organically all the changes that kept on piling up as the story went along made a lot of sense. So this is this is the best one so well, far. It was well written. It just yeah definitely. I don't know. I maybe it's, I'm just you know residual from the other episodes. It's it's not hitting it for you yet. It's it's not yet. Hopefully, and I, hopefully I know they're better than this. I've got the books to prove it. <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I mean, that's the thing. They could do if these are successful, as in they get a lot of views. They literally could do this for decades. Oh, absolutely. And and, uh, and continue to produce really, really good stories. So, I mean, I would be more than happy if they're doing this ten years from now, and they crank out ten episodes a year, like bang, 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 bang. I mean, that's a hundred episodes, and that would be. They still wouldn't even scratch the surface, and that's the oh, stories they've already done. Not new stories, so tons of stuff they can do with this comp- concept. I love it. it could love be the concept. Done. Execution, so, yeah, probably could be. I mean, I like it more than you like it, and and it could still be better than what they've shown us so far. So we've got three movies and two TV series for you to watch this week, um, all of which are available at home which I am going to recommend be the place you stay because yeah. COVID is just the, the Delta variant, which sounds like a bad guy from an MCU movie, but it's not yet. Give it time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's still out there. It's, it's ridiculously high numbers of people are getting this. Getting and a lot of, a lot of stupid people are not wearing masks. Wear your damn mask. Get yeah. vaccinated. That's where the herd immunity comes from. But until you do it, it's not going to happen. So yeah, my big recommendation, if you got to go out, wear your damn mask. Otherwise, stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engine. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am... Very disappointed! Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone. My country.